0: The wait is finally over. The Islanders open the 2023-2024 NHL season Saturday at home against the Buffalo Sabres. We'll preview the game and a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On podcast network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube Wherever you get your podcasts, so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop, and you can now find us on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Locked On Islanders. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat fifty plus infections. Get yours today at JaceMedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical.com, folks. The big day is almost upon us. Islanders open the season Saturday at home against the Buffalo Sabres. We will have a full preview of the game. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you've got a question, uh, if if you've got a comment on something we've discussed or a topic you'd like us to discuss in the future, send us an email to lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, and I'm live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for some instant feedback and analysis, and it's always great to talk Islanders hockey with you, game time or anytime. Wow. Uh before we get started, you know, we've been through this off season that really started the end of April when the Islanders were eliminated in the first round of the playoffs by the Carolina Hurricanes. And since that day, we have been waiting for Saturday night, the start of a new Islander season. Games that count. Again, it's been too long for Islander fans since we've had games that count in the standings. So I am really excited about the upcoming season. But I wanted to make a few bold predictions about the season. And look, it's time. You know, the the Islanders are, are back. They're 0-0, starting with a clean slate. So, you know, for me, it's time to make those bold predictions. Uh, first prediction is that the New York Islanders will have a Vesna Trophy-winning goalie in Elias Sorokin. We saw Sorokin be the runner-up last year. I think it's time for him to be the guy. And when you consider the, the Islanders' typical uh Difficulty in scoring goals, the way that he has become so vital to this team's success, he may not be the best statistical goalie over the course of the season. He'll be close, but I think he'll earn the Vesna based on his value to the team and how important he is. Another bold prediction, Matthew Barzal and Bo Horvat, their chemistry will work. And I am going to say that Barzal tops 20 goals, maybe even 25. Horvat gets between 30 and 35, but this duo is going to work well together. Third bold prediction. The third part of this line is going to change. The third player on this line, they're going to audition three or four, maybe more players to fill that role. And I don't know if they're going to find the right guy until the trade deadline. I hope I'm wrong on that. I hope we get that improvement. You know, that guy who's just the right fit. But I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, Next bold prediction for the season. The power play. I don't know how bold this is. It's not going to be that much better. No, they won't be 30th in the league, but they're not going to be better than 25th. I really want to be wrong on this one, but I think that at some point uh, Lou Amorello is going to have to realize that it's it's a lack of talent and strategy that is the downfall of this power play. I doubt they'll fire John McClain as the assistant coach in charge of the power play mid-season. But I I think the power play is just not going to be that much better. It'll be a little better. But I think they'll be somewhere around 25th in the league in that category. And I, I, I guess another bold prediction that I'm going to make The New York Islanders will make the playoffs based on the strength of their goaltending and the strength of their defense. I think this team is going to be a little bit better in their own zone. That transition game is going to improve just enough to get them to the playoffs. There are some caveats, though. They've got to stay healthy especially Ilya Sorokin, especially Noah Dobson. If they lose Dobber for a long period of time, I don't think there are a lot of players who can sort of fill his role on this team. Uh, But I, I think the Islanders do find a way to get into the playoffs. I'm not sold on the Penguins. Yeah, they're explosive, but the goaltending just isn't there. Uh, and there are a few other teams that are just gonna struggle enough for the Islanders to squeak into the playoffs. Again, it'll be tough to win rounds in the playoffs. but again, you know, unless Lou Lamarello does finally make that bold move for the puck moving defenseman and or the sniping wing to fit on that first line, I don't see them winning more than one round, and if I had to bet, and I'm not a betting guy necessarily, but if I had to bet, I would say they they probably lose in the first round. If Ilya Sorokin gets hot at the right time, maybe they win a round and are uh, a tough out in either the first or second round. But th- that's my prediction as to where this team is going, and I think one oh, other. Prediction I'm going to make: Julian Gauthier will be a very big, pleasant surprise for this team. His speed is going to be a plus, and he's going to help this team. And my other sort of prediction on the flip side of that: I think Oliver Wallström will not have a huge impact this year; will not realize his potential. I hope again that I'm wrong. I'm rooting for Wally. I like Wally. But uh, I I just see that the Islanders are not—he's going to get off to a slow start as he gets back into shape from the surgery and the injury that cost him the last, what, five months of last season, four and a half months of last season. But I don't think the Islanders are going to be patient with him, and I think he could be either the 13th forward or on the trading block before the season is over. So those are my bold predictions for the season. Please feel free to comment. I'd love to hear your feedback and maybe some of your bold predictions. Uh, Comment on the YouTube channel or send us us uh, an email and and I'll be happy to talk about some of your bold predictions on either Monday or Tuesday's show next week. But uh, a lot more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast, folks. First of all, I'm going to fill you in on the line uh, line combinations from practice on Thursday, but we have a game to preview. We are going to preview the season opener at UBS Arena against the Buffalo Sabres. We've got all that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency jace medical make sure you have the medication in hand jace medical is simple they handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care so don't get caught unprepared get twenty dollars off of these life-saving antibiotics today from jace medical by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout on jasemedical.com. That's j-a-s-e-medical.com. Check it out. So, we got a game to preview. The Islanders. The Sabres. Saturday night. UBS Arena. I can't wait to get started. The season going to be underway now. Simon Holmstrom on Thursday officially recalled from Bridgeport which we kind of all knew was going to happen uh after Ross Johnston was claimed by the Anaheim Ducks there was an open roster spot odds were very strong that uh if anyone was going to fill that spot it was going to be Simon Holmstrom and uh no surprise Holmstrom does get the nod but here's the twist uh Basically, in practice on Thursday, Holmstrom was back on the top line, but he was on the right wing. Matthew Barzal on the left wing, Bo Horvat in the middle. The second line, as expected, Brock Nelson, Pierre Engvall, Kyle Palmieri, Pajot, Anders Lee, and Hudson Fashing, the third line, and then, of course, the identity line, Sezekis, Martin, and Clutterbuck. So Oliver Wallstrom... And Julian Gauthier are your extra forwards on defense. Adam Pellick and Noah Dobson are the top pair. Alexander Romanoff and Ryan Polak, the second pair. And then Aho and Mayfield, the third pair, with Bolduke and Aho still kind of switching off in practice. And then, obviously, Sorokin and Varlamov. The Islanders' opponents in Week 1 will be the Buffalo Sabres, and look, it's tough right now to talk about statistics because Buffalo has played a grand total of one game. They lost their season opener to the New York Rangers, 5-1, to one, the final score in this game, and look, here's the thing about the Sabres. They have a lot of very talented players on this roster. Tate Thompson obviously comes to mind first, but, you know, certainly Dylan Cousins, Casey uh, Middlestott, there is some talented players on this team offensively. The big question, defense and goaltending. And, you know, can they get enough of that to basically contend for a playoff spot. I think the Islanders, with the better goaltending and defense, have an edge here. But one of the keys to this game, obviously, is going to be whether or not the game is more of a tight checking game or a wide open game. If it's a wide open game, the Islanders are in trouble. If it's you know, 3-2, to two, the Islanders have a much better chance of winning rather than if it's 6-5. to five. Uh, Buffalo did allow a power play goal and a shorthanded goal to the Rangers in their season opener now. Uh, De- uh, Devin Levy, he got the start, gave up four goals, then there was an empty netter. Uh, so we'll see whether or not he gets the start again. Here were the line combinations. Uh, we mentioned Tate Thompson. You have Jeff Skinner and Alex Tuck on either side of him in the first line. Dylan Cousins centering John Jason Paterka and Victor Olofsson on the second line. Casey Middlestadt, Jordan Greenway, and Zach Benson the third line. Followed by a fourth line of Peyton Krebs centering uh, Zemgus Gergensens and former Islander Kyle Oposo. On defense, Matthias Samuelsson and Rasmus Dahlin are the top pair. And boy, Dahlin is a a, a dangerous player offensively to watch for. Owen Power and Henri uh, Jacaharyu are the second pairing. And then Eric Johnson and Connor Clifton, the third pair. We mentioned the goaltenders. Uh, uh, Levy is the starter. Eric Comrie is the backup right now, Jack Quinn and Matthew Savoy, out with injuries. Uh, I'm telling you, you look at this schedule for the New York Islanders, and it does become important for this Islanders team to get off to a fast start. Why? Well, you look at the first three games, and five of the first six are all at home. And, you know, four of those six games are against teams that did not make the playoffs last year. Now, that doesn't mean there'll be easy wins, but boy, you know, you got Buffalo, Arizona, and then the Devils at home. Then at Buffalo, Colorado comes to the UBS Arena, and then Ottawa comes to the UBS Arena. And then the next road game after that is at Columbus, another team that did not make the playoffs. So, clearly, when you have five of your first six at home and you have five of your first seven against teams that did not make the playoffs a year ago, these are points you want to try to bank. And I, I think the Islanders, you know, obviously, I think it'll be Sorokin in goal for the season opener. The Islanders have a nice gap in that they're going to play on Saturday and then they're off Sunday and Monday and then don't return to action until Tuesday night against the Arizona Coyotes. There is no reason for this team to not be ready. They are rested. Yeah, you could talk to me all you want about, oh, they've had eight days in between games. Yeah. Here's where... Lane Lambert as a coach, you know, this is a veteran team. They should be ready regardless of <coughs> regardless of how many days they've had off. They need to be ready. But realistically, Lane Lambert has to have them prepared. You know, one thing we saw last season as a recurring problem, and it, it went beyond last season, but... This team has to be a ready to play from the drop of the puck. And part of that is on coaching, and part of that is self-motivation. Well, this Islanders team needs to be motivated in order to get the job done and be ready. Don't fall behind early. Don't be down one nothing. You know, before the game is three minutes old. Don't repeat what happened in that first preseason game against the Rangers, where you gave up three goals in three minutes and 15 seconds. That just should not be the case. But realistically, the Islanders need to be ready. They need to be excited about winning at home and getting this season off to a good start. The Sabres, good offensively, question on the blue line, question in goal, uh, whether we see Comrie or or Levy, it doesn't matter. The Islanders should be able to get the power play and the offense, you know, working and get to that magic three goal number. If you score three goals, and you have Ilya Sorokin playing on his game, and you play the style of hockey the Islanders like to play, you should have a pretty good chance of emerging victorious, and let's hope that the Islanders can do just that. And obviously, we will be back on Monday with our key takeaways from this game. We have got a lot more to talk about on today's show We're going to continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders roster. Actually, we're going to conclude it with a look at J.G. Pajot. Plus, our Islanders birthday of the day, an offensive defenseman with a laser shot who was a power play specialist who played for the Islanders in the late 2000s. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got that and a lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. The NHL season is finally here. And will the Islanders have the season we've been yearning for? I love the NHL. I know you do too. That's why I want to tell you about the Sleeper app. It's the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. And it's my go-to for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy. Look... The NHL has never been more exciting than it is now. You've got Connor McDavid and Alexander Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, Kale McCarr, Ilya Sorokin. Just pick more or less on stats for these stars or any player. Stats like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. So you heard me, Islander fans. 100 times payouts on Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right now, and you could win big. So, use promo code LOCKEDONNHL. You'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's Terms of Use for details. All right, we conclude our player-by-player look at the Islanders' roster, their role for the season, their expected role, and their expectations Yesterday, we did Matthew Barzal. Today, J.G. Pajot. And look, Pajot, we're going to see more from Pajot of what we've been seeing. Third line center, going to take some big face-offs, probably see a little time possibly on the second power play unit. Maybe not. They may have enough players where he falls off that unit, but we'll see. Uh, He did have five power play goals a year ago. But uh, we'll see that. We'll see him kill penalties. And we'll see him be one of the guys who is looked upon to shut down the opposing team's top offensive lines. Last year, 13 goals, 40 points. The goal total down a little bit. The assist total up a little bit. He finished with one more point in 70 games last year than he had in 77 games in 2021-2022. He was a minus two, only had 14 penalty minutes. And again, here is a guy who you're going to see both on the power play and shorthanded. Five power play goals, three shorthanded goals. Uh, he, He is a valuable guy. He averaged 17 minutes, 37 seconds of ice time. And he had a 57.2% face-off win rate. That was a career high, but he is very good. So you'll see him often on the ice for late draws. To me, first of all, we want at least 75 games from J.G. Bajot. Keep him healthy. He is not easy to replace, as in, you know, not everybody does what he does as well as he does. Um I expect his offensive numbers to be roughly the same, somewhere between 35 and 40 points, somewhere between 10 and 20 goals, Uh, and I expect him to continue to play that very important role where he's killing penalties, he's going to get a little power play time. His defense is probably more important than his offense. He's one of those guys where... You can't just judge him by his goals and points. Uh, it's not what he does. That it, it, It's not all of what he does. And he's one of those guys who is going to do things that don't show up always in the box score. Look, 61 block shots and 175 hits. Not bad uh, numbers. He's plays responsible defense. And he does provide this team with a certain amount of leadership as well. So, you know, you heard a lot of rumors that Pajot may be involved in in a trade. It, you know, when they were talking about possibly acquiring Alex Dabrinkit, it was Pajot's name that was in there. I wouldn't trade J.G. Pajot that easily. Not not that he wouldn't have been worth it to get Dabrinkit if he possibly would have agreed to come here. But... Unless you get that sniper, unless you get a really good player in return, J.G. Pajot is not someone you just deal away lightly. All right, time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And uh, today, Friday the 13th, is the 43rd birthday of former Islanders defenseman Marc Andre Bergeron. Bergeron, only 5'9, 198 pounds, but. Very good on the power play, a rocket of a shot from the point. Broke into the NHL in 2002-2003 with the Edmonton Oilers, then joined the Islanders late in the 06-07 season, helped them down the stretch to reach the playoffs that year and played in all five Islanders playoff games against Buffalo. Was with the Islanders for the 07-08 season until being dealt to Minnesota Midway through that year, later played for, uh, rather, Delta Anaheim, then played for Minnesota and Montreal, Tampa Bay, and Carolina before finishing his career up in Switzerland and then briefly a stint in the AHL. 490 career NHL games, 82 goals, 235 points, 214 penalty minutes, add 7 goals and 15 points in 57 Playoff games, five of those with the Islanders, including a goal and an assist. One of his better games with the Islanders, March third, two thousand seven, at the Verizon Center in Washington D.C. Islanders visiting the Capitals. Rick DiPietro, the Islanders' goalie, Brent Johnson, the starter for the Capitals. But in this game, Mark Andre Fleury, excuse me, Bergeron. Mark Andre Bergeron, a goal, two assists. He was a plus two. He had the game-winning goal, and it came on his only shot, and he played 19 minutes and 22 seconds. Islanders winning this one by a score of 6-2. to They scored three power play goals, including the game-winner by Bergeron, which came midway through the second period. Tom Pody and Victor Kozlov helping. Bergeron also set up Mike Sillinger on the opening goal of the game. And again, the Islanders win it 6-2. 27 saves for Rick DiPietro, but a goal and two assists for Marc-Andre Bergeron. He also assisted on Ryan Smith's goal late in the game to clinch the win for the Islanders. So Marc-Andre Bergeron, uh, a small, quick, offensive-minded defenseman with a heck of a shot. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone again for making Lockdown Islanders your first listen every day. Every Dayers, we're back on Monday. We will break down our key takeaways from Saturday's game, and we'll start to talk a little bit about the line combinations and how this team looked to start the season. We'll have the latest news, notes, and happenings as well. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islander.